This is Animals Voice podcast presented by the Ontario SPCA with 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin McKenzie. Thank you so much for joining us again. Joined this week by Regional Manager of the Ontario SPCA Spay Neuter Clinics, Judith Aubin. Judith. Hello, Kevin. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, first of all, we can't have anyone speak on this program. We open every single broadcast with this question. I often shoot dirty looks at Katie, the producer, because she she uh, does the questions with me. And... Uh, Basically, you need to qualify yourself before we can interview you. Uh How long have you been involved in animal welfare? About 15 years. Yeah? Yes. And how much of that here at the Ontario SPCA? It will be 11 years this year. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you been in, like, different roles all that time? Or, like, how did you start? I started as a wildlife rehabber Yeah. uh, before the SPCA and then with the SPCA and then went from wildlife and got into the domestic side. Okay, cool. So your current role as regional manager uh, with spay-neuter clinics, tell me about that. What do you do? So basically I oversee the three clinics that we operate and make sure that they're consistent uh, in providing services and high-quality care. Okay. But I also am kind of the contact person for people outside of the organization who are interested in starting spay-neuter clinics of their own or um, getting involved with our spay-neuter clinics. So you mentioned that there's three of these clinics. I feel as though they've opened in somewhat recent history. Can you take me through the history of these? How, how long have they been open? So the Newmarket location, that opened in February of 2009. Okay. That the response to that was so overwhelming that we used our full-service clinic in Barrie to flip it to spay-neuter only September of the same year. Okay. And then just in December of 2012, we um, opened or took over a vet clinic in St. Catharines that is connected physically to the Lincoln County Humane Society. Okay, cool. So, I mean, I talk about these clinics a lot with donors that I'm interacting with because um, in the year or so that I've spent with the Ontario SPCA, there's such a positive momentum around the spay-neuter clinics. Mm-hmm. Uh, last last summer at a conference that we had, I, I heard amazing and encouraging statistics that talk about, for the first time in 140 years of existence, that we have fewer cats in our shelters, yeah. and that the, the shelters closest to these spay-neuter clinics, the numbers are, are really standing out. Can you speak to that at all? Yeah, we've run the stats a couple times in the past year or so, and we didn't expect to see that much of a change so early on but um, right now we're standing at about 18% decline in cat intake across the province Mm -hmm. for our shelters but the branches that are closest to our clinics are experiencing anywhere from a 25 to a 40% decline in cat intake which is unprecedented. It is like for the first time in 140 years of existence right? I mean we've done many things trying to reduce the cat overpopulation and this is the first thing we've done that's worked awesome yeah it's it's a really uh, it's a great rallying cry and, and uh, kudos to you and your team because you. uh, you're making it happen tell me about the models of these clinics what what is a, a high volume spay neuter clinic so we're based off a humane alliance model which is out of Asheville, north carolina they started in 1994 and there's over 125 clinics based on that model in north america So it is to do 25 surgeries per day, five days a week, um, with your goal being a minimum of 5,000 surgeries per year. Wow. Okay. 
Tell me about the price of, of spaying or neutering at one of our clinics. So cats, male or female, is $65. Okay. Male dogs range from 80 to 140, depending okay. on weight. Okay. And female dogs are 105 to 165, depending on weight. Okay. And can you speak at all to, like, how come those prices seem to be more affordable than if sometimes you go down your uh, street and your local vet uh, may give you a higher quote. Can you speak to that? There's actually a lot of very legitimate reasons for that. One thing, the SPCA being a nonprofit charitable organization, we're not a profitable corporation. Right. Whereas your vet clinic, just like any other profitable business, is supposed to make money. The SPCA is not... We're not here to make money on it. We're here to break even at the end of the day. Right. We also own our properties, so we don't have any rent or any mortgage to pay on them. So that lowers our costs. We also get a lot of financial donations from our donors to help support the costs that we incur. And when you focus in on just spaying and neutering, you don't have to buy expensive ultrasound equipment or x-ray equipment or dental equipment. Okay. We just don't have that overhead that your full-service veterinarian needs to be able to pay for. Okay. So they have a lot of costs that we don't. That's a great... So right there and then, we can cut our price down because we just don't have the same, the same operating costs as a full-service clinic. Best explanation I've received for that question in the year or so I've been here. Well, I'm glad Thank to give you. it to you. <laughs> we, uh, we have the right person here today. Uh, why is having your pet spayed or neutered so important? It all depends on who you ask. Um, the SPCA's point of view is to reduce the pet overpopulation crisis. So to reduce the number of homeless animals. And we, when we say homeless, some people think of just the animals on the street, but any animal in a shelter is homeless. So there are an overwhelmingly number of animals that are in shelters across the province, across North America. And we need to get that number down. Um, when you end up with too many, there's just, there isn't anywhere for them to go. So reducing that number so that we can rehome animals when they need to be rehomed instead of them ending up in shelters. But there are also a lot of health benefits. So if you talk to pet owners, some of them just don't want to deal with the, their female dog going into heat twice a year or their female cat going into heat once a month and screaming her head off or their male cat, uh, spraying around the house. And when they are unneutered, they their spray is a very nasty pungent smell yes. um so you've got those and some of them are behavioral so cats will roam more dogs may be more aggressive so you spaying and neutering you can reduce some of those um undesirable behaviors but you can also reduce a lot of potential medical problems so you can reduce their chance of certain cancers and you can eliminate their chance of other cancers if they don't have an ovary they can't get ovarian cancer if they don't have testicles they can't get testicular cancer and these are cancers that um, you do reduce the risk when you remove those organs okay Wow, a lot, lot of benefits there that you a just lot. mentioned. Uh, how many spay-neuter surgeries are we up to? It's been about five years. Mm-hmm. Do you have a number that our three clinics have uh, achieved so far? Um, it is over 50,000. Wow. We just crossed 50,000 a couple weeks ago. Um, so when I did the count a little while ago, it was 50,248 to be exact. <laughs> that was about a week or two ago, so yeah. we're over that now. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. That's making an impact in animal welfare yeah. in but this province. There are province. still so many out there. I mean, to do 50,000 and still have 
6,000 on our waiting list yeah. between the three clinics, there's still a lot more to be done. Now, if I'm considering having this done, what, what do I as an owner require to do, uh, you know, before coming in for my appointment, what should I do? Basically, after um, after people have waited on our wait list, and, and we have a variety of lengths of time for wait list depending on the animal in the clinic, uh, we call clients, we go over some medical questions about their animal, and all we require at that time is a prepayment, um, a deposit for the appointment, and after that, we just get some medical information and book the appointment. Awesome. And, and where can our listeners go to uh, learn more about booking an appointment? They can go straight to the OntarioSPCA.ca website. Uh, they can specifically go to the www.spayneuter.ontarioSPCA.ca website. That will take them to an online registration so that they can actually get onto the waiting list online. And then we have all of their information and we give them a call as soon as we get to their name on the list. Awesome. Listen, Judith, thanks for your time today. Uh, very informative and, and uh, love to have you on again. Maybe when you hit 50,250. Okay, that probably already <laughs> happened. But uh, thank you and congratulations for the impact that uh, the spay neuter clinics are making. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in to Animals Voice podcast. Thank you for sharing us uh, so much support on Twitter and Facebook with people sharing the broadcast, submitting show ideas, and we'd love more of your ideas. So you can follow me uh, on Twitter at KevTheGrad, or you can email me at KMackenzie, that's M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E, at ospca.on.ca. Take care and tune in next time. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA. The Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animals Voice. <laughs>